This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, DOD makes its next round of COVID-19 response deployments. An effort to keep health care costs down for those in the TRICARE system. And those who get health care from the Defense Department should have an easier time getting a vaccine now. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Defense Department is deploying another 860 active-duty military members to help run community vaccination sites. The latest group of medical professionals will help put shots into arms at mass immunization sites in Indiana, Massachusetts, Missouri, New Jersey, and Virginia. DOD has deployed about 3,000 medical personnel and staff to support FEMA-run sites so far. The Pentagon says they've administered 1.7 million doses. If you get your health care via the Defense Department, you can now make an appointment for a COVID vaccine online. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has details. The Defense Health Agency recently set up a scheduling website for TRICARE beneficiaries interested in receiving the coronavirus vaccine. The DHA appointing portal has options for people in the United States and abroad. Army Colonel Jennifer Garrison, team leader for the Defense Department vaccine rollout, explained more about the inoculation possibilities. The best way to reach out is to a vaccination site, a military treatment facility, or use TRICARE.mil. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. A group of advocacy organizations are calling on the Defense Department to reconsider some future changes to the military health system. The Military Coalition, which represents more than 20 organizations, is urging DOD not to increase future TRICARE fees in order to keep rates low for military families. The coalition is also asking that the Pentagon reconsider its planned cut to medical billets. DOD proposed cutting 18,000 medical positions to increase military lethality. The organizations say the cuts would compromise combat and humanitarian care. The Air Force has picked Tyndall Air Force Base as the latest installation to host the F-35 Joint Strike Fighter. The base in the Florida Panhandle was heavily damaged by Hurricane Michael in 2018. That event in some ways gave Tyndall a chance to start from scratch as DOD's first installation of the future. The Air Force says the rebuilding process let it tailor its facilities to the unique needs of the F-35. The service plans to station three squadrons of the new fighter there. Pandemic stimulus payments are going out this weekend to 30 million recipients of the Social Security Administration's Supplemental Security Income Program. Payments are also going out to eligible Railroad Retirement Board beneficiaries. These payments have taken longer to process because the IRS relies on data from other agencies. The IRS says it's still reviewing data for Veterans Affairs Department beneficiaries and expects to send out those economic impact payments by mid-April. A record year for GSA's IT category. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. Agency spending on GSA's IT contracts topped $30 billion in fiscal 2020, accounting for about a third of all technology spending across the government. GSA says the schedules brought in more than $18 billion, including almost $13 billion in new obligations. This means schedules saw an 18% growth rate for new spending. Agency customers also spent more money with small businesses on schedules, government-wide contracts, and through the telecommunications vehicle. Total small business spending topped $7 billion last year. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, or CMMC, program has more than 100 third-party assessment organizations, up from 53 in January. 
This is one example of the slow but steady progress the CMMC accreditation body is making in getting the program running. The three PAOs will manage the assessment process for defense contractors. CMMCAB members say the three PAO process is complex, which is part of the reason it's taking longer than expected to approve providers. They say only one three PAO has received its level three certification from the DCMA, but more are expected to get through the process in the spring. Ten former national security leaders call on the Biden administration to lead an international conversation on emerging tech. Here's Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. The leaders voiced their support for the Bipartisan Democracy Technology Partnership Act. The bill would create an interagency office within the State Department that would collaborate with other countries on rules of the road for 5G, artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and other emerging technologies. The office would be led by a special ambassador for technology at state, along with deputies from the Commerce and Treasury Departments. While the bill hasn't made it far yet in Congress, the letter calls on the Biden administration to stand up the office on its own. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Agencies are paying too little attention to federal human resources. That's the message of a new report from the Partnership for Public Service and Deloitte. They've pointed out the results from the General Services Administration's annual Customer Satisfaction Survey. Employees ranked HR last among four administrative services. The partnership says agencies should focus on making stronger business cases about their needs to change and streamline HR services and explain how those changes will improve mission delivery. Federal agencies may face challenges recruiting future generations to secret and top-secret positions. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has more on that. The RAND Corporation says young people may struggle to meet the usual financial, social, and behavioral requirements needed to get a security clearance. Agencies often look at an applicant's financial debt, drug use, and personal conduct online to determine eligibility for a clearance. But RAND says younger people today carry more student debt, and other societal trends are changing. It says agencies should consider changing their clearance guidelines to better adapt. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. And a group of scientists urges the government to go slow in trying radical approaches to change the atmosphere. Federal News Network's Tom Temin explains. Among the more radical ideas for climate change is solar geoengineering, such as spraying large quantities of aerosol reflectors in the sky or enhancing clouds. They could do more harm than good. That's according to a consensus study from the National Academies. It says such measures should only be done in small scale for specific research and in consultation with other nations. It says the main climate change responses should continue to focus on reducing carbon emissions. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.